This is In Our Lane, and I am your host, Emisha. You can follow me at E-M-M-E-I-S-H-A, and you can follow the podcast at underscore In Our Lane. I have my wonderful co-host here today, Drea. Hi, everyone. My name is Drea. You can follow me at the D-R-E-A underscore, the Drea. Period. Mm. Okay, so let's get right into it. I have been reading this book. Um, it is called Master Your Emotions. It is book one of the Mastery series. So the main topic for today is just going to be coming directly from this book. I definitely highly recommend that you all get this book. Um Okay, so we're just going to dive right in. So in chapter two, what is the ego? It says that, note that the ego is neither good nor bad. It's just a result of a lack of self-awareness. It fades away as you become aware of it, since ego and awareness cannot coexist. Mm. And so this really resonated with me because... I definitely feel like I lived out of my ego for a very long time and I didn't separate the two mm. from like my ego and who I really am. Mm. And so now that I am discovering that um, it's a difference, mm-hmm. I I definitely feel very enlightened and just a weight has been lifted off of my shoulders now that I'm not living within my ego. For me, I don't know, like ego, I wasn't living in my ego, I was living in my pride. Mm. Like never wanting to ask anybody for help, always thinking that I could do it by myself. That comes from your ego. Yeah, pride, yeah, pride and ego are the same. Pride and yeah. ego. But it's like, with pride, it's like you're too proud. Like, mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah. Ego is kind of like, I'm better than, you think? Mm. What would you say is the biggest difference between pride and ego? Um, I just think that, like, the way in the book she described your ego is like that part of you where your pride resides basically like ego is like the overall umbrella and then Mm -hmm. you have pride and Mm. jealousy and greed and things like that so that's why I just that's why the book is so amazing because she just changed my perspective to understanding like you know it's just you just gotta read it because I don't want to go too far in detail but mm-hmm. um yeah so chapter two definitely breaks down what is the ego and um let me share this other quote to help understand what the ego is so it says the ego also derives its sense of identity from your relationships with others the ego is only interested in what it can get from them in other words the ego thrives on the way it can use people to strengthen its identity. Mm. Yeah, uh, I th- yeah, that's why I think that's the biggest difference. It's yeah. like 
ego is outward. Mm-hmm. Ego is like, how can I overpower? How do I make it seem like? And then pride is, pride is kind of just like, I don't need. It's like pushing people away. Like ego is kind of just like showing off. It's kind of like boastful. Mm-hmm. And then pride is just like that inner self. Like Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's head on to a different chapter. I wanted to touch on the nature of emotions. So um, one of the quotes from the book basically states, um, to start taking control of your emotions, you must accept that they are transit. You must learn to let them pass without feeling. Mm. And I'm really working on that. I'm really working on acknowledging when the emotion arises within me. Mm. I'm learning to acknowledge the emotion instead of react from the emotion. So before, if something made me sad, I would cry. If something made me mad, I would get mad and retaliate. Mm-hmm. But now it's like when I recognize those things, I get quiet. When I recognize those things arousing me, I get quiet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I realize why when I notice my emotions starting to get the best of me, I just retreat. Into yourself. Yes. I mean, emotional intelligence is a lot. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing is just like, did you say the reference was emotions or you said it was thoughts? It said that you must learn to let them pass without feeling. Mm. And I do like I do meditations now. Mm-hmm. And the way that I view that is the same way I view kind of like they were saying in meditation, your thoughts like thoughts are kind of like cars passing by on the street and your mind is like a dog and a dog would be stupid to chase every single thought that passed by so like that's how I feel about them like I don't let them consume me as much if I'm feeling a negative feeling I try to lean into it yeah and figure out what it is and kind of like you said like do that internal search yeah that's crazy you mentioned that um because in the book she says a problem can only exist in the past or in the future. Mm-hmm. And where do the past and the future exist? In your mind. To acknowledge a problem, you must use your thoughts. Yes. And thoughts exist in time, not in the present moment. Man, if you can master your thoughts or just like even what you pay attention to that is a thought, your life will be so much more positive. She also says that when a thought emerges on the canvas of your mind, you don't drop it. Its pursuit will either take the form of a desire or an emotion, positive or negative. That's a quote from um, A Million Thoughts. Whatever you hold on to, that's what manifests in your life. So it's mm-hmm. kind of, don't, every thought does not deserve your attention. You create those thoughts. Yeah. Which ones do you want to feed? Do you want to feed that bad one or you want to feed that good one? You want to have a good day? You want to have a bad day? Because right. that goes all into like what you let affect your day. Exactly. It's one it's one event. It happened in the past or it might happen in the future, but that's not your present. Exactly. The book also says, quote, you are not your emotions. You are not sad. You merely experience feelings that you may call sadness at a given point in time. This is an important point. I hope you see the difference. Um, I definitely see the difference now. Um 
I'm just merely experiencing these things. I'm not these things. So I'm not sad. I feel sadness. I'm just changing my language in the way that I think about the emotions and the way that I experience these things has really helped me out a lot. Um, So, yeah. So um, let's talk about it. Um, Let's go to the chapter. Do you want to take a shot? Yeah, we can take a shot. Okay, I'm going to pour you one. Um, Okay, let's take our shot. And then we're going to get into this. Okay, that's what I wanted to do. Oh, yeah, I need some money. I was thinking we could make mimosas with the pineapple juice and, and the wine. We really could. And then put a splash of tequila in it. Oh my God, bitch, you're trying to get fucked up. <laughs> That's how I make my mimosas. You put tequila in your mimosa? A shot. Okay, bitch. I'm telling you, it tastes so good. I'm going to make it for you. I'm going to make it for you. I'm going to be fucked up. I think this one is yours. Because of the lip gloss. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. That's a good indicator. Cheers. Oh my goodness. Yikes. We've been taking shots all day. All day, y'all. <laughs> it's her birthday, so. Period. You know how we gotta do. It's your birthday, so you know what I want to You know that song? Girl. <laughs> I be having that. I'm ex. older than her. <laughs> I be having that. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Oh gosh. Cause you be like, I don't know that song. That's Atlanta music. No, y'all at Atlanta clubs, y'all play Atlanta music. I cannot. <laughs> okay, let's get right into it. So um, we left off at let's talk about it, and I wanted to discuss this chapter called "How Emotions Are Formed." And so she said, "Quote: Recall the last time you felt anger." sadness frustration fear or depression um and she gave this she gave this activity for you to do i'm gonna let y'all know the activity she says write down what happens for each of the following interpretation what events happened and what thoughts arose identification how did you respond to these thoughts reputation did you identify with these thoughts repeatedly so that's a little activity that y'all can do, but we could talk about like um the last time that we felt anger, sadness, frustration, fear, or depression. Mm, and like that's a lot of emotion. <laughs> yeah. Like what happened to make those thoughts come up? And how did you respond? That's a deep question. I'm not trying to be in my business, <laughs> but um, I don't know. So I have PTSD, mm-hmm. so sometimes that arises and I have negative feelings from that. And my PTSD mm-hmm. is from childhood. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. When I When I feel negative emotions, I like to feel them. Like... If I'm sad, I like to allow myself at least like three to five hours to sit Mm -hmm. 
purely in that emotion. Like if I'm crying for three hours straight, I'm just crying. Because it's like once you get through it, you're not sad about it anymore. Right. Like when you try to hide from it and be like, oh no, I'm not sad and try to play tough and all that type of stuff, that doesn't help you. That doesn't help the internal you. You don't heal from it by what's it called? Like deflecting and like dissolving the emotion. So when I feel it, I feel it. Because when I don't feel that shit no more, it's gone. Yeah. So I'm fixing our drinks right now, but I'm gonna get into it. Miss Bartender. I do a little something. So when you feel sad or angry, like what? Okay, so for me, the last time I felt like this, it wasn't that long ago. Like I really had like a like a personal little meltdown or whatever not too long ago. Um and I was just feeling all of the things and I just really had to and it was because of the simple fact that you have your your highs and your lows with everything. And I had, I'm like not at my lowest point anymore, but I'm not too far removed from my lowest point. Mm -hmm. So um, it's just this period in my life is just very like, and it's like I'm trying to just stay along the journey and just don't give up because mm. um, every day is a new opportunity to go after everything that I want. So I'm just happy that I'm still here at the end of the day. So I just keep that in mind to keep myself going. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I don't like when I feel my depressed feelings. This is not really the best space to be in. Yeah, because so, it's, it's when you when you sink you down there. Yeah, and like how she was saying how like the repetition thing, where it's just like I'm just constantly just thinking about the same thing over and over and over again. And she also talks about in the book about redirecting your thoughts mm -hmm. so that you don't be just sitting there thinking about it because I promise you like I be busy so I don't really have a lot of time to really sit in my feelings and I do that purposefully kind of because it's just but that's <laughs> not good that's I, not good. I give myself time I carve out time to process what mm -hmm. I'm going through but once I'm done with that I'm focused on other things. As you, sh that's that's and exactly so, what it is. You you allow yourself to feel how you yeah, feel, and then once, and then it's, once a wrap, it's over, it's a wrap. On to the next, and it's we got time. shit to do. Yeah, we I got, got shit to too do. much going on. Not dealing with it. I need it. to use my time as mm. wisely use as possible. Use your energy wisely. Use my energy wisely for sure. Okay, you guys. So we got to move things right along for today. And I wanted to talk about for places to go, things to do, slutty vegan. So I love slutty vegan. Slutty vegan is really, really delicious. I and never had it. Girl, when I tell you, it's everything. Like, it's not even like, you know how people be like, oh, it'd be just for the hype. For mm -hmm. No, it's the real deal. Like, I need to eat it. It's really, it's really, really good. We went to that baseball game the other day, and it was mm -hmm. a slutty vegan stand right there. Yeah. I wish I would have seen I that before I, I ordered my hot we dog. We already got food, and then we get to our seats, and it's a slutty vegan at the top of the stairs. 
Yeah, I should have waited. They put sure. that shit all the way in the back on purpose. Yeah, the That's fact that it was right there by our seats, I was just like, and just... the food that we got was already like thirteen, fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. When nobody going back? I mean, I should have. I should have. You know what? We could do that next time. Like, we, if we, we go, go to, to the actual lunch, one, we can go to the they, actual one because they have the full menu. I think they didn't have the full menu at the at the um, baseball game. That's good. With that, mm-hmm. I don't even taste the tequila. Mm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let's hear from our sponsor, Nerd Square. All right. Stop what you're doing and do me a huge favor by checking out this dope clothing brand called Nerd Square. If you are into anime, Marvel, biology, gaming, tech. Coding or just nerd culture in general, this brand is perfect for you. They have a wide range of apparel that will make your inner nerd feel seen. They also hooked me up with a 20% off promo code to give to you all. Use code in our nerd lane. That's I-N-O-U-R-N-E-R-D-L-A-N-E for 20% off. Shop their IG at nerd.sq or their website, nerdsq.com. All right, Amisha's playlist. Let's hit shuffle, you guys. Let's see what we're listening to today. Ooh, I like this song. It's called Feelings for You by Xavier Omar. Why is not playing? Did he take the song down? <laughs> oh my goodness. Let me look up it. Feelings for you. There we go. Connection to server cannot be made. Are you serious? Okay, let's just hit shuffle again because it's really crazy. Okay, I like this song. I love her. I like it. Oh, when it gets to me, I'll be thinking way too hard about our history. Oh, you ain't answer, you was gone, you a mystery. I should have never got involved with you. I set it off with you. I set it off with you. I barely talked to you. I never asked what we was going with. My it's my shit. I love it. Back of my mind, her. It's a jam. What you got? Okay. So this is my song all time. It's by Maseko. It's called Yam. <laughs> I love this song. We talked about this song before. I love it. There's a new version out now, but it's not Maseko's song. Somebody covered it? Yeah. That's my song. I like that song a lot. It's definitely a vibe. So we're heading over to the ex Misha portion of the podcast. If you have a question, don't forget to DM me 
at underscore in our lane. And I promise you, I will answer your question on this show. However, today we're going to play I'm Curious to Know. So y'all can get to know a little bit more about us. So go ahead and pull a card, Trey. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh my gosh, I will get this question. Would you date someone who has a baby on the way? Mm-hmm. So you answer first. I think I talked about this before, but I don't think I ever pulled that card on the podcast. If I did, I'm sorry, I just don't remember. However, y'all already know how I feel about baby daddies. I had a whole little Patreon episode about it, and the answer is no. Can't do nobody with kids. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. And this this question is actually very interesting because I was talking to a nigga last year, and I did not know, but he had a baby on the way. Mm. And he did not tell me until a month before the baby was due. Mind mm-hmm. you, we had only been talking for like three months, three, four months at that point. So you knew when you met me, you had a baby. And you didn't care Shum. shit. Grimy. Okay, next card. <laughs> <laughs> Grimy. That's a couple questions. Would you feel offended if your significant other never posted you on social media? Yes. You would feel offended? Yes. I wouldn't feel offended. Because what happened was I was in that relationship for three years. And in the beginning of the relationship, posted me all the time. Had I didn't even have to ask. But then mm. towards the end of the relationship, I noticed that he was never posting me. Like, if we go on a date, I'm posting him, but he wasn't posting me. He was posting, like, the place that we were at and what we were doing, what we were eating. That nigga was cheating on me. So, thank mm. you for my trust issues. <laughs> Damn. Post me. But next time I get a man, I don't want nobody to know who he is. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I don't feel offended because honestly, I just don't like people to be in my business. But I mean, once I get married, I feel like I don't have a problem. Like if we're just dating or we're, you know, just hooking up because that's what a lot of y'all niggas just be wanting to do anyways. Um, There's no reason for you to post me. I don't want nobody to know I have anything to do with you because you're not my man. But once I get married, then it's like, okay, babe, like, if you post me, I'm not going to have a problem with it. It's definitely giving marriage at this point in life. I don't want anybody to know we even know each other until we're married. You know, that's how Issa Rae did it. I didn't even know she had a boyfriend. Amen. She was on Insecure. Nobody knew nothing about her life. That's going to be me. That's going to be me. I 100% You will never know. Mm -mm. Because why? For what? For what? What's the biggest age gap you've ever had while dating? Mm, I think I answered this one already. Oh, excuse me, guys. Um, The biggest age gap. No, I think I answered this when, I, when we were playing by ourselves, but not on the podcast. Oh, okay. So it's okay. Um... So my biggest age gap is I'm finna be 25, 31. So that's six years. Well, he's gonna turn 32. So what's that? Seven years. Six and a half, seven years. Some change. 
So what's the biggest gap for me? For me, dating, it would have to be like actual like dating, dating two years. But we talking about just fucking. That's something. Else. Well, what's the age for fucking? Just like just fucking. I was twenty four and he was thirty two. Mm. Nine years. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't want it to be on camera to be doing it. I shouldn't have answered that on camera. I shouldn't have said that. Can you cut that part out? Well, I was wrong. The nine year one. I feel like I'm I'm just tipsy. I'm just I'm literally just answering these questions. <laughs> Not even just for YouTube. Like I'm really just You don't want nobody to know that? And don't nobody know who it is. Except for that person. Okay, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm lit. <laughs> as long as you don't say no names, you should be fine. I don't want nobody to know. Like, is that weird? Like, so to date somebody that's nine plus years old? Older than me? No. Okay, then. Okay. I, think, I think, honestly, like, it would be a problem if someone was. 15, 16, and they That's were disgusting. 25, you're, 26. You're a predator. You're Or even you're a predator. more than that, and you're talking to a 15, 16-year-old. You're a predator. But if you 20-something and you date a man that's 40-something, that's just like, shoot. Shit, and, and he know who he is. It's okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, we've... Ooh, excuse me. I'm Ooh. tired, y'all. Um, we can do one more. <laughs> I don't want to do that one. Okay. Um, have a significant other made you mad enough to damage their property? Share the story. I think we talked about this, but not on the, not, not on the on podcast. podcast. Um, a significant other. He may be mad enough to pack his shit up and put it in the hallway, <laughs> but I ain't never damaged no nigga shit. I ain't do that. I should have, but I didn't. yeah, I never messed nobody's stuff up. I never cared that much. It yeah, it never hit that deep. Like it hit, but it ain't hit that deep. Yeah, it ain't hit that deep. No, that's just not something. I, I'll just leave me. you alone. I just, I, mm, okay. I'll just leave that where that's it. You mm. ain't worth it. Because niggas be suing when you destroy their shit. <laughs> You're not getting a dime. I wish, I wish it did grow You not getting a dime. I wish you Sorry to tell you. Also. I wish I would get served. But niggas be sassy. That's the I thing. I wish I Nick, would y'all get be sassy. served. Served y'all for be sassy. what? Y'all be sassy. I ain't finna. Mm. But anyways, okay. yeah. So, um, I think I'm ready to close it out for today. I'm lit, y'all. We had a great day today. Um, if you like Drea being my co-host, let us know. Um, Y'all do. I'm pretty sure we can keep this going if you guys like it that freaking much. But um, yeah. So don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Check out this book that we were discussing i'm definitely going to come back and talk more about this book because right now 
I am reading the chapter on jealousy, and today I read the chapter on resentment, and I am really going through that currently right now mm. in my life, mm. dealing with resentment, and I spoke to you guys about that a little bit earlier, so if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, you need to go watch the episode or listen to the episode. Um, so it really helped me in this current phase of my life. For example, um, she stated that, and this is how we're going to stay in our lane for today. This is how we're going to close it out. Talking about resentment. Um, oh, and also I'm going to share this other point where she talked about caring about what people think of you. So, um. Quote, moving beyond resentment is making a declaration of love to yourself so you can move on while at the same time showing compassion to others. To start letting go of resentment, we'll discuss the importance of she's talking about. I just did this little note so I can know to come back here. But she basically basically in that segment of the book she's talking about changing slash reevaluating your interpretation confronting the situation forgiving breaking free from identification and forgetting and stopping the reputation so the repetition excuse me so um yeah so and she also discussed talking about caring about what people think of you y'all Part of your personal growth is to accept you don't have to be liked by everybody. And finally, you can be yourself. Um, Yeah. That's just (laughs) what it is. I talked about that already. This is is what shook me up this morning in my bed. I'm not going to lie, y'all. She says, while you keep track of all of your mistakes, awkward moments, nobody else does. That's true. People are simply too busy worrying about themselves. In short, people don't keep track of your past failures. Read everything you post on social media. Remember your awkward moments. Think of you very often or care about you as much as you care about yourself. Mm. And that made me just really think about something because it's just like... I think some people really do think that people care more about them than they do. Of course. And so I will say at one point in my life, I felt like people cared more about me than they really actually did. Mm -hmm. And then the moment that I realized that they really could care less about me, um, and they care more about themselves. Mm-hmm. I started worrying about myself. And once I started worrying about myself, I started being happy. I love that. Because mm-hmm. that's, as a people pleaser, like, you always focus on somebody else. So I love whenever a people pleaser is like, I'm going to be selfish now. I'm going to worry about what makes me happy and what yeah. fills my cup because you deserve that. Exactly. Period. Exactly. Period. All right, y'all. So this is... A wrap. It's time for me to go. Um, I had an amazing time with my co-host this afternoon. Same. 
Mm-hmm. We had a good studio session today. It's time for us to head out. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing day, night, whatever your time you're watching this. And I'll see y'all in the next episode, okay? Bye. Bye. Guys.